Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 13 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs who want one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Laura Coe, the president and founder of Snapology. And Snapology is a low-cost, home-based, mobile business teaching robotics and STEAM principles through classes, camps, parties, and other events. And we're going to talk to Laura about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 
385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 13 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Laura Coe of Snapology, and Snapology is a low-cost, home-based, mobile business teaching robotics and STEAM principles through classes, camps, parties, and other events. Hi, Laura. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Doing well. Oh, that's great, Laura. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today, Laura? I am calling from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, fantastic. I don't know if you know, um, I'm in eastern Pennsylvania, Laura, so we're about 300 miles from you, but I've been to Pittsburgh many times. It's, it's a beautiful place, so it's nice to always have someone from Pennsylvania on the show. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. You know, you have a great story, Laura. Maybe, you know, we can kind of go back to the beginning because I, you know, when I was studying the model, I mean, it seems like you created this business really out of a, out of a need, wasn't it? it that's exactly right. It, it was, I have two sons uh, who are now 15 and 16 years old, but 10 mm-hmm. years ago when we started, they were uh, five and six year old little boys. And uh, my six year old in particular, wasn't really interested in sports. Mm-hmm. And so as a boy who's not interested in sports, sometimes it's a little challenging to, yeah. you know, to find things for them to do and, and to get mm-hmm. the socialization uh, that they need. So that was really how Snapology was born. I have the same exact situation where my son, he, um, he just turned 12 and um, it never liked sports. You know, we, we tried, you know, we, we kind of encouraged him to do little league and, you know, whether it was soccer or anything. And he just, he just didn't like it. You know, it just wasn't his thing. And, you know, that's why I was so excited to have you on the show because he kind of embraced at some point the Lego thing too. You know, he was very, he, and he still is, by the way, a big Minecraft person, Lego. And um, yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but there's this new show that just came out. It's with adults where they kind of build um, castles and things out of Lego. It's like a Lego competition. I think yeah, it just the, started the, on cable. The Leg- Lego Master. Yeah, it's, it's yes, really that's great. It. It, it's yeah, that, I, it's a great I saw both episodes. And, they are fantastic, aren't they? So I, that's why I said, I said, yeah. oh my god, I have to have you on the show. I was so excited. I said, I, I said, I get exactly, you know, what you're trying to do and the need you're trying to fill because I think there's there's a bigger market out there um, for for people just like us, you know. So I, I think it's fantastic. And you know, what's interesting is Snapology provides a number of great services. What really, you know, stood out to me was, I mean, this business has multiple revenue streams, doesn't it, Laura? Maybe you could talk about that. Yeah, you know, and, and that's one of the, the best things about it is, is mm-hmm. you know, there are a lot of different children's concepts, and some of them will sort of move towards the entertainment end, or some of mm-hmm. them will move more towards the academic or enrichment end. Right. And at Snapology, we're kind of a perfect blend of both, because mm-hmm. the kids just think we're entertainment, but the parents right. know that we're educational. So it right. opens up just a ton of revenue streams because we can be we can be used for pure entertainment, for pure mm-hmm. academics, or for a perfect blend of of the two. So so you right. know we're doing classes and camps and 
birthday parties. We're going to weddings and being the entertainment wow. at weddings. We're entertaining kids at holiday parties. We're doing scouting events. I mean, the honestly, the opportunities are just really endless. Did you know, Laura, that that would happen when you first started the business? I know, I know you also work with your sister, but I mean, I mean, did you envision that, that it would turn into, you know, birthday parties and weddings and, and, and all these other revenue streams? Or was it just something that, you know, you said, okay, you created this business and, and these things kind of happened as, as it just went along? Yeah, it's amazing how the business has just sort of taken on a life of its mm-hmm. own. I mean, you know, in, in the beginning, I, you know, our first thoughts were, summer camps and birthday parties. That was Mm -hmm. kind of where we started. Mm -hmm. And then we noticed pretty quickly that kind of the evening classes or workshops or even the after school Mm -hmm. programs, they came, they came pretty quick, but, but some of these other things like we go and we are super busy in April when there's the the career day or take your child to work day. Mm -hmm. We're we're at, you know, dozens of, of, of companies and, uh, you know, then we realized how, how well we map to scouting programs and right. we go to breweries and we do bricks and <laughs> brews because millennials wow. have little kids and they still want to go to, you know, have, have a beer somewhere right. and they can, you know, they can relax with their friends. So we can very kind of, you know, easily adapt with the times and, and that's right. kind of what we've done. So it's really just been a snowball. I mean, we just keep rolling along and and uh, and picking up new new ideas. And we've got a, an amazing group of franchise owners. And and you know, sometimes, quite frankly, they bring the idea um, to right. us and and get us involved in in, in a new place. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, we kind of kind of always always knew we'd do classes, camps, and parties. Uh, but the other stuff that has come along has just been amazing. That's incredible. When when did you know, or at what point, Laura, did you know that you were ready to franchise. I mean, did you know in the beginning again, like when you started the business that, you know, franchising was going to be the option to growing the business? Yeah. You know, it's it's an interesting question because I think, you know, my parents were entrepreneurs and of course I'm Mm -hmm. in this business with my, my sister and actually now my brother as well. Um, And so we always kind of had it in the back of our minds that it could be something bigger, but really when we first knew was about a year, a year and a half, into the business, we actually started mm-hmm. having people come to us and saying, "Hey, are you a franchise? I'd love to take mm. it back um, to the to the city I live in." Pittsburgh seems to be a uh, a hub of of yeah. people. We have we have quite quite a large elderly elderly population, so I think we get a lot yeah. of uh, people coming to visit their grandparents and then visiting right. us and wanting to take it back to their area. So so really, that's when we always kind of wanted to do it. But when people came to us and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. you know, are you doing this?" That's what really pushed us forward to do it. Yeah, I've heard that story so many times on the show, uh, Laura. Where you know, a business just like yours and it's successful, and and then you get people starting to ask you, say, "Well, you know, is is there one of these in in, in my state, or I'd love to have one of these in my state or my country?" And you know, speaking of countries, I think you're you're in other countries now too, aren't you, Laura? We are. We're in a total of 13 different countries now. So wow. the uh, that that international end has really taken off. Um, mostly because you know in the U.S. the concept of STEM or STEAM has been around mm-hmm. you know for a good 10, 12 years, and so mm-hmm. it's not really anything too new to us, um, which right. is great. It, it you know it really helps us you know um, supplement the programs that, mm-hmm. that are being done in school in the U.S. But in other countries they're just starting to catch on to it. Yeah. Um, and so we're really starting to take off internationally 
um, because we have governments getting behind it and providing funding mm-hmm. for people to open businesses like this. And so it's it's really opened, you know, quite a quite a few opportunities for us. That's amazing. How was it seems like technology plays a role in your business, of course, Laura. You know, maybe you could talk about that. I saw some of the videos and it was so impressive when I when I saw it. Um, you know, but maybe you could talk about how you incorporate technology in, in into the business. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, there's two ways. I mean, first, we're trying to teach children technology. So there's mm-hmm. sort of that end of it where, yeah. where we're teaching them, you know, working with, you know, electronics and drones and video game design and things like that. So technology certainly plays a role in the in the client-facing side of it. But from a, from a business standpoint, from a franchise standpoint, technology is so important. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, the, the, the tools uh, that you have to run your business – are really mm-hmm. what make your business enjoyable. And so yeah. we've tried to use technology so that anything that an owner needs is at their fingertips. So, you know, right. we've, we've got everything is obviously cloud-based. We've we've actually developed our own proprietary um, software and, and systems uh, so that, you know, you're not buying a third-party system and then trying to kind of wedge it into what you do. Um, so we, we've invested a, a lot of resources to make sure that, that the 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 foundation of support is there and owners can can worry about what they should be worrying about which is you know being right. out in the community trying to partner with people and offer these programs and and you mm-hmm. know hiring you know folks they don't have to worry about is there going to be a glitch when somebody enrolls or you know how do i do mm-hmm. my accounting or you know that kind of right. thing we we want that to be easy for them that's wonderful what's interesting too and we're kind of like talking about this a little earlier Laura but i mean you're part of several pretty big industries and those industries are also dealing with some significant growth you know it would be hard to kind of classify as what industry you're part of whether it's education or entertainment or parties but i guess it's safe to say that you're part of several pretty big industries aren't you we are i mean we get we get bucketed a, a couple different ways i mean the biggest category mm-hmm. is just children's services mm-hmm. um, yeah. we fall in a, a, our real niche is stem enrichment programs if you get down mm-hmm. to the nitty-gritty um, is how they categorize us. But but truly, you know, we're mostly community-based, but we do also have mm-hmm. some physical discovery centers. I mean, they could move more in the in a, in entertainment category, but, but we typically get bucketed more with education, um, which right. is probably appropriate. What's been – tough question, Laura, but what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since launching Snapology? Uh, I understand you probably have about 100 stories you could probably tell me, but does anything kind of like <laughs> stand out over the years, you know, that you kind of say to yourself, wow? I mean, even as you're telling me the story, I mean, you're in five countries, and it, it's just it's, – it's a really fascinating story. But does anything stand out over the years? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's been a lot of twists and turns that have sort of you know, mm-hmm. ended up getting us to where we are now, which at the time, I don't think we knew how pivotal pivotal they were. Um, yeah. But of course, honestly, the, the first thing was we started under a licensing concept um, mm-hmm. back in 2012 and moving, just moving to a franchise system in 2015 has been where all of our growth is. So that was probably the most pivotal thing that we've done is move to be a legit yeah. franchise. So um, you know, we thought we could do it under a, a simple licensing model, and you know that was okay, but it, it didn't give mm-hmm. us the oppor- near the opportunity that the franchise industry does. Um, so I think right. I think that was pretty key. And then you know we sold our first uh, international deal was actually a master in China, so you can't wow. get any bigger than that. No. Um, and so that was a huge learning experience for us, and just in 
you know, working with international partners and international franchising and and everything. So that really paved the way for us to work with all of the other countries that we're working with now. I mean, those are probably the two biggest things, but oh my gosh, I I feel like every year, and that's what I love about this. I mean, for me, Mm -hmm. the fun of this is, you know, we've got some pending relationships with just some huge organizations that are really going to catapult our our business going forward here wow. and it feels like every time i turn the corner there's just something new to to, to, to <laughs> you know venture into so so it, it's you know it's fun that's wonderful uh, you were talking about uh, franchising laura um, you know maybe we could talk a little bit about you know what do you look for in your franchisees and what were maybe some of your franchisees doing before becoming a snapology franchisees yeah, that, it's a really good question because I think a lot of people think in order to go into the education space, mm-hmm. you need to be an educator yourself. Right. And so it's a common misconception that that's really mm-hmm. what we're looking for. Um, I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. Educators make wonderful franchise owners, sure. and, and we have many educators who, who are doing wonderfully. But really, the the vast majority of our owners came from a variety of industries. We've got marketing folks, sales folks. We've got some folks that came from the oil and gas industry. We've got engineers. We've got several accountants um, that wow. that have purchased a franchise. For us, it's it's sort of more about the passion than the general mm-hmm. sort of industry that they were in. I, I would say that 99% of our owners um, have children. Uh, mm-hmm. now that they want their children to be in these programs or their children are grown and they wish they had these programs. So right. the real the real driver of who makes a, a good franchise owner is who has that, you know, fire in their belly, you know, who's passionate about right. offering these programs to kids, knowing that they're not going to teach. I mean, even our owners that are educators, we don't want them in the classroom teaching. We want them running the business. Um, so it's, you know, who's going to have the passion uh, mm-hmm. and who wants to work with the community to bring the programs. When we um, did the introduction for the, sh- uh, the show, we, we, we mentioned that Snapology is a low-cost, home-based, mobile business. And, I mean, there's a lot of advantages to that, isn't there? I mean, we've had a lot of franchises on the show. I mean, some of them are very, very expensive to get into, and they deal with things like location, which is always seems to be a, a pretty big obstacle. Um, your franchisees don't have to deal with those things, do they? No, and it's it's really a benefit. Um, you know, it's yeah. funny because we, we have uh, we have some franchise owners uh, that own multiple franchises, um, mm-hmm. and when they talk about their experiences with other franchises, it's much different because of that. I mean, they came on board in yeah. a year before they even had their location with us. Our owners are teaching their first, you know, doing their first mm-hmm. programs, um, you know, within six to eight weeks after leaving training. I mean, it's wow. just. You come in and and you're 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 trained and, and and you're ready to go and of course we support them through the first you know however long they need to kind of get up and right. going but it is a it is an immediate uh, return and the and the uh, returns are are awesome because you don't mm-hmm. have the overhead um, right. you, you know you, you don't you don't have the the brick and mortar now I will say having said that we do have a brick and mortar option and mm-hmm. we also have a mobile we have a mobile steam lab bus. Uh, like okay. a charter bus that we kind of oh, hollow great. out. So we do right. have, we call it choose your own adventure. We do have okay. the options for those folks that do want to invest more, that do want to go that route. Uh, it's an option, but only about 15% of our owners go that way. Mm-hmm. That's terrific. What you mentioned uh, training, Laura, how does that work? I mean, do your, um, your new franchisees, do they come out to Pittsburgh then? And, and you know, what's involved in training? Yeah, they do. So, so we have kind of a pre-training 
uh, where we sort of get them sort of hyped up and ready to go for training by mm-hmm. watching some videos and, and doing yeah. a little bit of market research, and we kind of guide them through that. And then when they get to training, they spend four days with us uh, in Pittsburgh. And, you know, some of it's just general business, you know, mm-hmm. training right. on, on how to run a business. And then, of course, we have them observe programs, and we teach them the ins and outs of, of owning a snapology um, business, you know, in particular. So it's kind of a mix of, of hands-on and general business and, and mm-hmm. snapology-specific information. Um, about four, four days. It's pretty intense for the four days. Um, it's a lot of information. But then we have an amazing support team that, that after our folks leave, they know who to, who to go to, how to get to them, uh, we've got, you know, about half a dozen different ways that our owners can get support as they then go back to their uh, locations and, and, and start to operate. That's terrific. What is a, a typical day like for a Snapology franchisee, Laura? I'm, I'm sure every day is probably a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it depends on sort of what time of the year it is. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we have a lot of, you know, seasonal stuff like summer camps and uh, and then, of yeah. course, the Enrich School and birthday parties are pretty constant throughout the year. So it's kind of a mix, but our successful owners are spending their days um, working on their marketing and advertising, you know, their, their, their general sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Facebook and and social media and email blast and all of that great stuff that drums up new business. So our owners are really spending their time out in the community uh, or even at home just doing emails, but trying to reach out to folks, uh, to secure new programs, and then, of course, mm-hmm. the hiring piece. So they're spending right. their time, um, you know, until they hire somebody. We generally recommend that you hire a teacher to hire teachers. Um, right. But until you find that person, you're spending your time, you know, getting staff. So the most successful folks are, are you know, we always say marketing, sales, and hiring. Those are your keys mm-hmm. to success with our business. You're um, In studying your background, Laura, I mean, you, you have all the, the traits and characteristics of, of an entrepreneur. You know, I mean, based on everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because you know now that, you know, there's, there's so many different opportunities out there. Right? I think they say in the U.S. there's like something like 3,000 or 3,500 different types of franchises you can choose from. So it could be a little bit overwhelming. Um, based on everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Yeah, you know, it, it, it's a big decision. And, and mm-hmm. you know, with, with whether it's a franchise or any career, I mean, you know, my mm-hmm. kids are now teenagers and we're talking about careers and things like that. And so yeah. it's kind of similar advice that I give to them. But you know, a couple things that I think are important. Number one, you need to do something that you like. I mean, don't buy yourself mm-hmm. another job. If you're mm-hmm. going to own a franchise or own your own business, at least do something you enjoy. So don't right. just do something because you think it'll make a lot of money. Do something right. that, that you truly could see yourself doing and, and, and enjoying. Um, and then the second thing would be, you know, do your due diligence. You know, do your homework. Mm-hmm. You know, are the are right. the franchisees happy? Are they you know, making whatever, you know, your goals are for, uh, you know, your financial status, or maybe your goal is just to have more time with your family, you know, are the franchisees mm-hmm. achieving whatever the goals are that you're trying to achieve and, and do that due diligence. So I think those right. are really the two keys. I think sometimes people get so concerned with how much money am I going to make and, mm-hmm. and right. you know, and that kind of thing that they sort of lose sight of the fact that, you know, you've already got a job making money, most likely. Right. Why just right. buy yourself another one? You know, right. something that you really love. 
I think that's just great advice. So what are Snapology's plans for the future, Laura? I mean, if you could look into a crystal ball, you know, three years, five years down the road, where do you see Snapology? Yeah, you know, it's it's been amazing. The last couple of years, we've had some pretty uh, uh, pretty uh, aggressive growth, and I and I think that I you know my hope is that over the next two years um, that growth continues. Uh, we have 150 mm-hmm. locations; just wow. about 93 of them are in the U.S. So so we're trying to get over that 100 mark for the U.S. And so in a couple of years, mm-hmm. I'd love to be around 150 or or even 200 um, in the U.S. And so so we're looking for Really, my my goal when I started this was just to see Snapology in every location. I mean, the the impact right. that Snapology had on my own child, you know, yeah. I, I wish that for every parent that's got a child that was similar to mine. And and so that's that's really kind of what we're looking for. But the the you know United States growth is is really an area of focus, and the the international yeah. business is 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 just really taken off too. So so I would I would expect to see us you know, in 2025 countries with, within a couple of years here. That's amazing. It, it, it really is an amazing story, Laura. When I, I started studying it, and I said I had to have you on this show. What's the best way for our listeners to get more information on Snapology? As of course, the, the, the service, Laura, and, and, and even more so the franchise opportunity. Are there any, like, websites you can kind of direct them to or any phone numbers you give out? Yeah, absolutely. So, so the best way is just to go to Snapology.com. Okay. Um, when you go there, there there are forms you can fill out. You can go to the franchise section. If you're looking for a local Snapology, you can just click on locations and find some local services. Um, so really the website is your key there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you're interested in franchise opportunities, uh, you can always uh, email bob at snapology.com. That's my brother. Okay. Uh, and okay. he'll get you to the to the right place as well. Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you today, Laura. It's been a pleasure. And I'd already like to invite you back over the next several years because I think Snapology is an amazing franchise opportunity. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And and thanks for having me on the show. This has been my pleasure, Laura. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. 
franchise teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today you're going to get to hear from Nick Friedman, who is the founder of College Hunks Hauling and Junk and Moving Franchise Opportunity. And Nick said something really quite brilliant on our show that we haven't heard in over a decade of doing Franchise Interviews. We started speaking about the four F's of franchising, and interesting enough, we ended up with five F's of franchising as we were doing the interview with Nick. And, um, you know, in marketing, we talk about the four P's of marketing, which is product, price, promotion, and place. So I thought this was really brilliant, what Nick said. So here we go with Nick Friedman, the founder of College Hunks Hauling and Junk Moving Franchise Opportunity. What, um, you know, the majority of our listeners, we call them, Nick, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. What types of characteristics do you look for in your franchisees? You know, uh, what I like to say is there's four F's when considering mm-hmm. a, a franchise, which is also, I guess, starts with a letter F. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. four F's that come out of a franchise. And I think this is what a prospective franchise should think of when they're considering what franchise they want to pursue. And this is, quite frankly, I think what franchisors should consider when they're evaluating a prospective franchisee. Uh, so right. the first F is fit, is fit. You know, do they mm-hmm. fit? In other words, do they have transferable skills that can make them effective at this business? Have they done anything in their prior professional uh, or personal lives uh, that would make them uh, be successful in this type of business? Uh, The second piece is the family side. In other words, does their family uh, support them in them pursuing this endeavor, whether it's their husband or wife or uh, uh, kids or or parents? You know, do they believe in them? Because you don't want things to get tough in their inner circle to say, I told you so. You want them to, you know, kind of cheer them on to get through it. Uh, the financial piece is important. In other words, are they capitalized yeah. to be able to invest in the opportunity, and do they have realistic uh, financial expectations? And then the last F is the fun factor. You know, can we have fun working with this individual? You know, franchises yeah. very much like a partnership, even though that's not typically called that. Uh, so it, you got to have you know a, an alignment of vision and values to be able to enjoy 
uh, working together. So that's really what we look for. You know, we, we want people that believe in the secret sauce that we've already developed. Mm-hmm. We don't want somebody to come tell us that they think it should be done differently. Uh, we want them to tell us that they believe in, 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 in what we've created. And, and sure, we would, you know, want to continuously improve and encourage ideas, but uh, not, you know, we want folks that believe in the system and are going to execute the system rather than trying to shortcut success by doing it, uh, you know, doing it their own way. And I think that's, you know, really no different in our system than any other franchise uh, uh, model that, that is uh, is going to be successful long term. They need to really take into account those factors. That's yeah, no, that's great, Nick. We have this uh, great quotes in franchising podcast. Anytime we hear, you know, Michael Gerber's been in there a couple of times, but we're gonna put that one in there because I haven't heard that in in, in over a decade, and I, oh, I think that's great advice to our listeners. It's really fantastic because it's true. I mean, you could really your business you could teach to anybody, couldn't you? I mean, pretty much, you know. It, but you know, it's interesting in putting those factors in there. You know, like family support. You know, and even fun. I haven't heard that. You know, but it should be an enjoyable business, and you know, because it is a stressful situation for the customers. I guess you got to be able to put a smile on your customer's face, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, you know, there, as you know, there's over 3,000 franchise opportunities out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to separate one from the other? It's, it's got to be something that you can enjoy. And I guess I'll grab another F out of there. I'm, I'm on a roll here. Fulfillment. You know, is, is it something that, yes. uh, you know, we're going to be fulfilled doing day in and day out? Because I think franchising is a lot, a lot like a gym membership. You know, if you join a gym and you've got fitness yeah. goals, you're getting access to all types right. of equipment, personal trainers, coaches, workout groups, but you still got to go and show up and do the work. So if you buy a franchise, you're getting access to the business model in a box. You're getting access to trainers, coaches, you know, fellow franchisees that you can, you know, hold each other accountable with, but you still got to show up and put in the effort to, uh, to execute that business model. So uh, that's where I think those, those factors come into play. Once you decide that, you know, you do like them, you know, and they like you, Nick, you know, and, and there is a fit, you know, what is the training like? I mean, do they typically come to Florida for training? How does that work? If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Nick Freeman of the College Hunks Hauling and Junk Moving Franchise Opportunity, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, go to our Franchise Interviews by Category page, and then go to our Home Repair and Improvements page, and you'll be able to listen to that whole show with Nick Freeman. It was really a fantastic interview. It was great to finally have Nick on the show. And lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a big hit. It's hard to imagine we've been doing it now over 10 years and uh, it's just amazing to see where the podcast has gone. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, sponsored by Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone.